Here's some exciting news from our friends at NT Factor. You've heard me talk for years about the natural energy-producing benefits and anti-aging effects of NT Factor's line of nutritional supplements. Well, now those same benefits are available for your pets. Introducing NT Factor Pet Power. It's the first formula to restore the structure and function of cellular membranes in animals increasing vigor and vitality. By adding NT Factor Pet Power to their food, research has shown that energy loss and other age-related changes in animals were reduced and are delayed after only eight weeks of daily use. Now your pets can benefit from the same clinically proven formula I use and prescribe to my patients to repair damaged cells and improve your body's natural energy production. Clinical trials have shown that NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half and it also reduces some of the side effects of aging. With a 45-day money-back guarantee of nothing to lose. You can get the NT Factor line of nutritional formulas, including the all-new Pet Power, by calling 800-982-9158, 800-982-9158, or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I am your host, Layla Mutin. I am a registered dietitian nutritionist. I have a private practice here in New York. If you'd like to make an appointment with me, call the office, 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I love hearing from you, your topics of interest, your questions that you'd like to hear me discuss on this program, things that you want me to weigh in on, you can reach me at radioprogram at aol.com. That's radioprogram at aol.com. I want to talk to you about meditation. You've heard me talk about the benefits of yoga and meditation before and exercise, certainly, right? But what is meditation? Some people are put off by it. They're not sure what it is. They're not sure they'll be able to do it. They think they have to subscribe to some guru or some sage as their teacher. No, you don't have to do any of that. You don't have to do any of that. <clears throat> but what meditation is, it's a practice originating in India, and it's described in the ancient Hindu Vedic texts as a set of techniques to connect to one's inner self and to reach an altered state of consciousness. But you know, today meditation is also a popular practice in Western countries, right? I like to meditate. It's very calming. The term meditation loosely describes various practices and techniques, including concentration, contemplation, breath manipulation, visualization, sound use, using a sound like om, a mantra, a repeated word or sound, again, like om, and intentional movement, like in yoga and in Tai Chi. Had you ever done Tai Chi? It's fantastic. I tried Tai Chi in the 1990s. Very quieting, 
sedating in a good way, very centering. Anyway, each meditation technique, it can help you tap in to your senses and emotions. For you, for those of you who do yoga, had you ever done your yoga practice and out of nowhere would begin to laugh or alternatively out of nowhere begin to cry? It's bringing you to the present. It's allowing you to go inside yourself. It's getting in touch. This is all good. <clears throat> and it's all very cathartic. So meditation is, it's risk-free. It's a cost-effective practice that people of all ages can do with little, you know, with little patience and guidance. And if you're new to meditation and unsure where to start, you know, you could look look it up, find a website or anything like that. Uh, Fullscript also has a blog about different types of meditation and how to incorporate the practice into your routine. So let me get into the benefits and then I'll get into how to do this. There are seven evidence-based health benefits of meditation. Decades of research have demonstrated the many health benefits of this practice. Number one, it promotes better sleep. Ah, as does exercise, right? You know that deep, beautiful sleep you get when you're, when you're a regular exerciser. So meditation promotes better sleep. If you're struggling to fall or stay asleep, incorporating, medi incorporating meditation into your routine, it can help you. A meta-analysis concluded that mindfulness meditation, a practice that involves breathing, exercises, and awareness of internal and external sensations may improve sleep parameters, such as sleep quality, efficiency, and latency. Latency is the time it takes to fall asleep, especially in individuals with insomnia. Giving up your cup of joe in the afternoon will help you sleep better too, or giving up caffeine altogether. It's been life-altering for some of my patients. Research has also shown that individuals with over a decade of meditation experience have enhanced rapid eye movement, that REM phase of sleep where you are dreaming. So that that experience has enhanced rapid eye movement and spend considerably more time in the slow wave sleep phase. As a result, individuals who meditate, they sleep more deeply and enjoy more restorative sleep. Remember that our most restorative sleep takes place around 11 p.m. to 1 or 2 a.m., that's the sleep where you're not even dreaming. It's just a black, dark, you're asleep. It's like you're unconscious, right? So when you, when you wake up, if you were to wake up in the middle of the, night, of the night, you're not even aware of how much time has passed. And interestingly, melatonin has also been shown to improve melatonin levels. That's the hormone pr produced by the clineal gland that helps you with your circadian rhythms, with your sleep and wake cycles. What's another benefit of meditation? Number two, it reduces stress and anxiety. 
One of the most popular reasons people choose to meditate is to relieve stress and anxiety. The results are mixed. However, some research provides promising results. For example, a meta-analysis showed a significant improvement in anxiety among highly stressed individuals and folks with chronic anxiety whose anxiety levels ranked in the 80th to 100th percentile range. Wow. Following the meditation intervention, anxiety levels of the participants fell between the 53rd to 62nd percentile range. Meditation may also improve quality of life and reduce symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder. A small eight-week trial found that meditation practice effectively reduced perceived levels of stress and improved mood. And did you know that meditation may lower blood serum levels of cortisol, which is, you know, the body's primary stress hormone. So what's another benefit of meditation? Number three, it improves symptoms of depression. This is according to recent research. Meditation may be used as an adjunctive therapy option for those with clinical depression. In a six-week trial that was conducted in 2019, students who meditated daily experienced a decrease in symptoms of depression compared to a control group that didn't meditate. However, these effects only persisted in individuals who continued to practice daily meditation post-intervention. So meditation is a good daily practice. What's another benefit of meditation? It relieves pain. Preliminary research suggests meditation as a potential therapy for individuals experiencing chronic pain. Although more research is needed to make conclusions, it's believed that meditation reduces the perception of pain by increasing awareness, redirecting the mind's attention, and promoting acceptance and coping. Further research suggests that meditation may be a beneficial practice for for those experiencing pain and discomfort related to several chronic illnesses, including fibromyalgia, irritable bowel syndrome, and migraine. Following a 10-week mindfulness meditation program, 65% of subjects reported at least a 33% reduction in pain since the beginning of the trial. That's significant. That's not a 3% reduction. That's a 33% reduction. That's reduction by one-third. Meditation can change the structure of your brain over time for the better, right? What's another benefit of meditation? It boosts memory and protects against cognitive decline. Practicing daily meditation can help improve memory and slow age-related cognitive decline. Following an eight-week meditation program for individuals with memory issues, participants in one study experienced a significant improvement in memory, as well as improved scores 
on the Trail Making Test B Assessment, which is a screening tool for dementia. Furthermore, the trial identified a substantial increase in cerebral blood flow to several parts of the brain responsible for memory, including the prefrontal, superior frontal, and superior parietal cortices. And imagine, you know, meditating on a daily basis is also going to reduce your cortisol. That stress hormone cortisol definitely has a negative impact on the brain. Doing daily meditation can help to counteract that. Results of a randomized controlled trial indicated that meditation significantly improves memory and boosts cognitive performance in individuals with subjective cognitive decline, which is an early stage of dementia and Alzheimer's disease characterized by self-reported memory loss or confusion. Long-term meditation may even alter the structure of your brain, as I said earlier. As you age, your brain's cortical thickness shrinks, which can affect memory and executive function. One study determined that regular meditation is associated with increased cortical thickness and may slow age-related thinning of the frontal cortex of the brain. This, this information is so empowering. That's why I'm sharing it with you. Number six, another benefit to meditation. It sharpens focus and concentration. Do you have trouble staying focused on a single task? Research suggests that shortly after practicing meditation, your ability to focus and concentrate on a task improves. Meditating for only 10 minutes may have an immediate positive effect on your attention. And as mentioned previously, meditation increases blood flow to the brain, which can also boost brain performance. A 2012 cross-sectional study comparing meditating and non-meditating senior adults determined that meditation can positively affect attention and processing speed, particularly in people who have been meditating for more than 10 years. Wow. Short-term meditation practice has also been shown to improve focus and concentration, even in individuals with no prior experience with meditation. Evidence shows that meditation training significantly improves working memory, executive function, and sustained attention in as little as four days of practice. Pretty powerful stuff, huh? And finally, another another benefit to meditation is number seven. It supports cardiovascular health. Who doesn't need that? It's still the number one killer of American adults. A meta-analysis of 19 studies determined that meditation may be an effective strategy for lowering both systolic and diastolic blood pressure. Systolic is the top number. Diastolic is the bottom number of your blood pressure. 
You want to keep it at 120 over 80 and less. Meditation may also have protective effects against cardiovascular disease by improving blood cholesterol levels. That's very interesting. And several studies have demonstrated the usefulness of meditation for reducing heart rate and increasing heart rate variability, two indicators of cardiovascular health. Meditating for only five minutes per day for a total of 10 days has been shown to improve heart rate variability. Important stuff. So how do you meditate? Like I said earlier, you don't need a sage or a guru. And you only need to do this a few minutes a day to get the benefit. You want to find a quiet time during your day. If you're at the office, close the door, you know, tell your staff you're not taking any calls or something. Or at home, find a quiet space or even put on your noise-canceling headphones. That could be a good strategy. You want to sit down or lie down in a comfortable position. You could stand in a comfortable position. A little harder to do, but it can be doable. I think you'd be more comfortable sitting or lying down. Then you want to close your eyes. You want to breathe naturally and focus your attention on your breath. And all you want to do is notice how your body moves with each inhalation and exhalation. You may feel sensations in your nose, your throat, chest, or abdomen. And if your mind wanders, return your focus back to your breath. People are intimidated by meditation because they say their mind wanders too much. But listen, this is part of the practice of getting that discipline to get your mind to wander less. You're not there to judge your mind wandering. Oh, my mind is wandering. I can't do it. I can't do it. No, that's not it. If you notice your mind is wandering, you return your focus back on your breath. That's how you do it. So that any time you notice your mind wandering, you focus back to your breath. And that's how you do it. And with a daily practice, or even a few times a week, but a daily practice shows the most benefit, according to the research, you will get the most benefit with a daily practice. And just focusing back on your breath. Uh, one of the things I remember early in my yoga practice, when I, start, when I first took up yoga, it was in the 1990s even, I think, is at the end of it was a meditation. And to always just, you know, not judge that you're thinking. If you're thinking about, oh, what am I going to have for lunch, or I have to remember to this or that, bring focus back on your breath when you find yourself thinking. So when you find yourself thinking... You're just sitting there and saying, oh, I'm thinking. Let me come back to my breath. No judgment. This is not something demanding. This is not something stressful. It should not be any of that. It's simply any time your, your mind is wandering to focus back to the breath. This is important stuff. And, of course, for those of you who really have trouble focusing Evaluate what you're doing during the day. 
that may be contributing to your lack of focus. I mentioned earlier that afternoon cup of joe or caffeinated tea, maybe you're drinking a strong cup of black tea or something in the afternoon, or maybe you've had too much coffee or tea in the morning. You know how you know you've had too much caffeine is when you are kind of reading the same paragraph or a few sentences in your paper or book or whatever you're working on over and over again because you're not retaining it. It's like a self-induced ADD. That's what I like to call it. All that caffeine is a self-induced ADD. You've mugged your adrenals. Your adrenals are secreting epinephrine, maybe cortisol, all of that. You don't need any of that. And it's adversely impacting your blood sugar, especially on an empty stomach. And especially if you've had a poor night's sleep, you didn't sleep too well, and you're drinking half a pot of coffee or a couple of cups of coffee on an empty stomach, even before you've had breakfast, not good for your blood sugar at all. At all. You want to quit that habit. I see more and more people realizing how much caffeine is adversely impacting their lives to a little ADD, maybe self-induced, not being able to focus or concentrate, not being able to sleep at night, fall asleep easily, or they don't stay asleep. They wake up often in the middle of the night or they got to go, got to go, got to go right now. Remember the ad for that terrible drug, terrible drug because it had bad side effects. Uh, I remember, I, I don't, I, I don't want to say what it's called, but it's, it's a medicine for urinary urgency. I have seen countless people completely alter their lives for the better, giving up caffeine. They no longer have urinary urgency. It's really life altering. It's very gratifying to see. They're not having urinary urgency. They're having no more leaks or far less leaks than they did, right? It's all good, trending in the right direction. So these are all the benefits of meditation and evaluate what you're doing. There are many sources of caffeine. A soft drink like Mountain Dew, that dark chocolate you so enjoy. You got to be careful that there's caffeine there. So evaluate all of that. And then start a daily practice of meditation. Only 10 minutes a day. Start with five minutes. It's a good thing. I want to thank you for joining me on another edition of Layla Ways In here on Intelligent Medicine. There's never been a more important time to ensure your immune system is operating at its peak. This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman with a new natural solution from Future Farm Botanicals created exclusively to help promote a better immune response. Elderberry with zinc and echinacea. Future Farm's elderberry with zinc and echinacea is the first to combine these three powerful ingredients together. Elderberry is packed with antioxidants, vitamins, and may boost your immune system. Echinacea has been shown to activate chemicals in the body that decrease inflammation, and zinc activates T lymphocytes. Low zinc has been associated with increased susceptibility. For more information and order, call 888-841-7216. That's 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's future P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Elderberry with zinc and echinacea is all natural, science-based, and works without adverse side effects. Myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. This is Layla Mutin, R.D., I see patients regularly, along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. 
Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.